Welcome to our second podcast interview between writer and journalist Mark Metcalf and Frank Robson. In this interview, Frank discusses what it's like to organise workers abroad, particularly behind the Iron Curtain. Interviewing Frank Robson, who's come over from Shipley to here. You know, we're only home four or five days a month. Uh, How long did you do this work for? 22 years. Uh, I, I gave up international work in 1997. Right, okay. So that, 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 that made it difficult to do trade union involvement. In yeah, I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't involved too much with the, with the trade union movement then uh, because you know, I was away from home all the time. Uh, there were no other disputes to mean anything. Uh, certainly at A1 we, had, we didn't have any other strikes. We had so, so I, I mean, you're away, mm. and, and, and what are the unique difficulties which you could perhaps therefore describe as being a shop steward for a group of workers which are dissipated and will rarely meet one another? And in those days, we're not talking mobile phones and connections here, are we? We're talking, yeah. I mean, you're out in yeah. Hungary and the rest of it, where the where the I systems of right, I'll tell you, not I'll, really great. I'm guessing here at this stage, you're right. Recently. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I have a very, very understanding wife, and if a driver had a problem, he would ring my home and speak to my wife. Who's called what? Right, her name's Sandra, but I used to call her the Biggin. Okay. And and she's chances to that with me now, but. The, uh, a lot of the drivers didn't know her name and I, cause I, I used to refer to her as the bigger and they'd ring up and they'd say is that the bigger and straight away she'd know that was a driver ah right and uh, she used to get a bit ticked off with it at times was she a trade unionist herself? oh no 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 she's a Tory right and still is the, uh, we have masses of arguments about politics and what have you and always have done and uh, well we've been married 40 years next week Okay. 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 So, so they would ring up, and what would she, she like your secretary? In other words, yeah, that's supposed to. She'd take the name of the driver and very rough details of whatever the problem was. And I, if it, when I was in Western Europe, I would phone them most nights. I would, yeah. I would, I would phone from Italy or from France, Germany, Austria, whatever. It was a lot more difficult trying to phone from the communist countries like Hungary, Czechoslovakia, Romania. It could take you hours to get through on a phone, so it, it just didn't happen. I used to all. <laughs> she worked in an office. Yeah, did me why? It was an engineering company at the at the beginning, and they had a telex. And so when I was in, uh, you don't see telexes anymore. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to work, work my way back to what the bloody were. To be fair. Yeah, do like yeah. A, a typewriter. Yes, I I, I don't know now. I'm thinking, no. Yeah. Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. And. Sounds like a, a whole world back. It does, it is, yeah. <laughs> so when I were in Hungary and uh, yeah, forget us reload instructions and things like that, we'd have to telex to our office, and uh, I would telex my wife uh, wherever I was, uh, literally all over Eastern Europe. And she would tell you if the driver. Had yeah, gone. yeah, she'd she'd telex it back and, and and whatever. I would just say you know ask about the kids and ask about you know life in general, and she'd say oh. So and so has been on the phone. He's got a problem. Uh, he's screwed up with this. He's done that. And she wouldn't go into lots of detail, but she'd give me the basics. Uh, yeah, the basics. And the basics of the case. Yeah, and then when I got somewhere near a phone, I'd phone the office, uh, which I had to do anyway. You know, to find out what we're doing and things like that. And I'd say to the manager, "What's up with so and so? What do you mean?" 
uh, I believe he's in trouble for something. And they'd say, how the fucking hell do you know? Well, so you, they never knew? I never told him. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's brilliant. And uh, I said, oh, we have our own messaging system. And that's all I said. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, we were never militant. In the, after that first, on, on, on strike. Join us for our next series of interviews with Alison Dakin, an activist for over 50 years. She will reflect on the miners' strike, poll tax and the ending of Clause 4.